0: And we are live. What's up, guys? I'm Sawyer.
1: And I'm Maya. <laughs> uh, and we are back with an episode of Let's See Where It Takes Us. Um, it's been a minute, I feel like, since we've recorded an episode. Um, so much going on in the world and in our lives, you know, been super busy. But I'm super excited for today's episode. Um, We have a very special guest, my friend Claire. Um, I'm going to kind of let her introduce herself to you guys, but she's just like one of my favorite people, and I'm so excited to talk to her today and see what she has to say. Mm,
2: That was a very nice introduction. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Hi, I'm Claire.
2: Um, I'm 17. I live in California. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I don't know what else
1: to say. I don't know. Talk about like where you're going to school next year and like all the okay. exciting stuff you have going on in your life.
2: Uh, yeah. So I just graduated high school, um, in May. Oh, okay. And
0: sorry, to thank- interrupt you. No, thank
2: you, <laughs> thank you. I um am going to Spelman College in Atlanta, Georgia next year. That's an HBCU. Um, well, I'm kind of going, I guess. I'm doing online because Georgia is just like overrun with the virus so we're doing online for the first semester hopefully I can go in the spring but right now I'll be here which is kind of a bummer but there's a lot of people for some reason from my area that are going to my school so like I'll still be able to see my classmates in a way kind of so yeah I'm not too bummed out yeah that's really cool
0: it's kind of cool wait so you said you just graduated
2: Mm -hmm. yeah my like graduation where they Gave us like a sort of ceremony was June first.
0: Yeah. So so your senior year was really affected by the virus too. Then.
2: Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I haven't been at my high school since uh, like mid March. They told us that we were going to be out of school for three weeks, and then we would take spring break, and then come back. And then halfway through our spring break, they said, "You're not going back to school for the rest of the year," (laughs) and so. That was a bummer because, you know, I had, like, so many plans with my friends and, like, I planned to go visit my college during my spring break. And so I had to, like, basically suck it up because I knew I couldn't really do anything about it. You know what I mean? So, like, unfortunate, but you can't do anything about it. So I try not to be too sad. I
0: think there's a lot of people. Oh, (laughs) Oh,
1: no. Sawyer, you go and then I'll go.
0: (laughs) I was gonna say, I just feel like a lot of people look forward to their senior year, and I think that the virus itself is something that like nobody in our lifetime has had to deal with,
1: mm-hmm. especially
0: like people who are still in school. so it's 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 kind of weird thinking that like you had to deal with that while you're still in school,
2: yeah, yeah, it was it was definitely like strange because like right before we got sent home people were just you know kind of in the mindset still of oh it's just the flu you know we'll all get it and then we'll be fine and then it just kept getting like worse and worse and then I think at a point all of us kind of realized like yeah we're definitely not gonna see each other again in high school like next time we see each other it'll be just friends seeing each other not classmates anymore so that was really weird honestly that last week of school was really weird
1: oh I bet yeah Kind I, of sad. I mean, I feel like anyone, you know, who graduated this year definitely feels like they left or missed out on, you know, important milestones. But I promise, as someone who's now old and doesn't even remember those things. Did you just say you're not old? old? You
2: are not like, old. <laughs> I'm
1: so old. I'm so old, okay? I am she's like, halfway like through my like 23 I'm 24. (laughs) But. She said I'm
0: 24.
1: Is that like the things that like. Seemed so important to you in high school. Like they just don't matter as much. When you get older. And you'll realize like. Wow like. Like my prom sucked. You know.
2: Oh my god. My junior. My junior prom sucked. So I was like. Am I really missing out?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Like when you're. You know, twenty three, twenty four. You're gonna look back and you're gonna be like, "Oh, cool! Like it was just high school," and you're just gonna be so like focused on what you're doing with your life now that those things that you like feel like you missed out on are just like not even gonna be as. I don't even know what word I'm looking for. Like relevant, I guess. No, yeah,
2: I think you're you're so right. Like. I think that I'm kind of lucky in a way compared to other schools because a lot of our um, traditions are first semester. So I kind of already had those, you know, like. So the main thing that I was really bummed about was graduation. But my school did a really good job of still giving us something. We like came to the school and my my campus has a really big quad. So my teachers lined up around the quad and we're like cheering us on in our co- like we drove around and they were like cheering us on outside Aww. and then we get we get to the middle of the quad and then walk across like the sidewalk like we walk across the stage you know and then we get right. got our diploma and a photo so it like. I don't okay. know. in In a way, it was better. In a way, because like I didn't have to sit through speeches and stuff. Yeah. yeah.
1: No, that sounds like that actually sounds like I like that. Like, I yeah. Really they They
2: like gave that. us like a YouTube video of the speeches that we could watch later, so I could skip <laughs> Did through stuff.
1: Watch those?
2: <laughs> Speaking of
0: speeches, I don't mean to interrupt anybody, but I actually have a friend here who was our valedictorian, and you think in like <laughs> you say it's speeches made me laugh because she started crying <laughs> during her valedictorian speech. So. <laughs> Yeah, Our Valedictorian
2: to... gave a 2 minute speech and then <laughs> walked off the screen. <laughs> that's funny.
1: I'm tr- I don't even remember. I literally don't remember who the was. Val- I don't think I like paid attention like I'm really good at pretending like I'm listening and not hearing anything that's being said. So, I absolutely had no idea what was being said at my graduation. I just remember looking through the crowd to find certain people. Like that's what I am like doing. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't
0: know. I can um, just imagine Maya being famous, and being on stage, being like, "Wait, I know that person in the crowd." Right,
1: what right. <laughs> no, like when I was a penguin on stage. Oh my god! The that was thing so that I was doing funny. was just like looking at all of you guys in the crowd. I was like, "Oh, there's Karina." Yeah, like there, like they're Dude, just, yeah. We were we just
2: were, just... were jumping on chairs. We were like standing on top of chairs, and Karina's mom was like hoisting us up.
0: <laughs> Wait, that was you were with BB Rexa,
2: right? yeah oh my god that was so (laughs) great that was
1: like the only way I could like feel comfortable on there was like finding all the people that I knew in the crowd which thankfully I knew a lot of people so that was so helpful
0: (laughs) I'm kind of sad because like I wish I was at that show but I wasn't so
2: that show was really weird I don't know it was it was good show but it was very the day was very wacky
0: wait wasn't it a jingle ball
1: yes Er, or no not so it was like a different version of like a different it's, brand of jingle ball basically.
2: The, the radio station here like wants to be their own unique different thing so they always do like i don't know so poptopia is their like
1: basically they're, copy they're, of jingle ball
0: <laughs> yeah do they do a tour or is it just that one no place? it's
1: just no here. yeah it's just like the the bay area like just the one What do you guys like to be called? Because I feel like some people, like, I remember getting attacked for calling San Francisco San Fran.
2: Um, Okay, well, mm, it's very obvious when people say San Fran or Frisco that they're not from here. (laughs) Okay. It's it's not, like, bad or anything, but, like. Wait, Wait, wait,
0: wait, hold up. I'm about to show my Alabamian here. So, like, when people say Frisco City, is that what they're saying?
2: I've never heard of Frisco City before. Maybe that's something that, because I mean I'm around locals all the time, right? So we just say the city, like, oh, I'm going to the city for the day, and we know you're talking about San Francisco. Yeah, watch it be something like that's like close
0: to me, and I'm just
2: dumb.
1: Yeah, watch <laughs> that be like in the middle of Yeehaw near you.
2: Isn't there a
0: Frisco in Texas? <laughs> I don't know. I've only I've only been to Texas like twice.
1: I have absolutely no idea. Someone look it up. I'm gonna change the topic here. Not really change it, but I guess like change it a little bit. Um, okay, so you graduated and you talked about where you're going to school, but I want to talk about like, what do you want to do? Like, what are your goals? Like, what are you gonna major in? Which honestly, I hate that question as like a freshman because honestly, you guys shouldn't have to know what you're doing yet. But I feel like you have a pretty good idea of <laughs> what you
2: want to do. So. Uh, yeah, like I'm. I don't know. I'm. I'm very funny about things I like to plan everything I literally have three planners in my room like I don't know I just Just I like organization (laughs) and so I have kind of a life plan I guess so I'm majoring in English and I because my school doesn't have a journalism program and that's what I think I want to do like my favorite things to read are like the Condé Nast publications so that's like Vanity Fair, Vogue, uh, GQ, that kind of stuff so like it, in a perfect world, I could graduate college and then move to New York and write for them, but I don't know. That's it's kind of hard to do that. But just writing hey. for any type of magazine would be really cool.
1: No dream is too big, Claire.
2: <laughs> Very true. and yeah. I know
1: that's so cheesy, but like,
2: no, you're right. And then oh, she froze <laughs> really bad. Oh yeah. Oh God. <laughs>
0: She sounds robotic.
1: Oh no. Okay. okay. Are you back now? Well, I hear you guys. Okay.
0: I think you're good. I think now. you're
1: back. Oh no. <laughs> Sorry about that. My I, wife, heard like to that I heard you say that I
2: heard say that no dream was too big and then Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, she was like, that's che it, it, it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Maybe the world didn't want to hear me say it was cheesy. Um, <laughs> But that... Just
0: the world said, "Shut up, Maya. You're right. Just leave it alone." <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> but. Oh no. You guys keep freezing for me, but I feel like it's me. But yeah,
2: like oh. I those big publications because they're not. C- can you still hear me?
1: Oh, yeah. Hold on. I think I keep freezing. Let me try without Wi-Fi. And see if that works. And mm. if it
0: just gets too bad, I mean we we can edit it out.
1: Okay. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Okay, cool. Claire talk. <laughs> Make sure you're not frozen either. Okay. You- um.
0: No, now I'm she's scared. frozen.
1: Now she's frozen. Thank you. Go. <laughs>
0: Let it go. Let me not do that. I don't want to get copyrighted. That would be bad.
1: Wait, Claire. Okay. Okay. You good? Yes.
2: shit Yes, I think so. Sorry, I live near a lot of trees. <laughs> I have
1: horrible Wi-Fi. So
2: okay well i don't know what i was saying i think i was just talking about like i you were talking about love reading stuff. oh right right so like, i love those publications but i also hate them because there's very limited like diversity with yeah. their staff but also just like the content that they create and so you know like part of me is like i want to you know get that but then another part of me is like why not like go find a place that is diverse and make that I mean, I wouldn't be the thing that makes it more popular, but, like, just help contribute to that cause, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like start building up another place rather than joining the already, like, powerhouse thing that is known to not be too diverse.
0: So kind of, like, have your own lane in a way.
2: Um. Yeah, I don't know if I would make my own, but maybe, like, another person who's already kind of got their thing going, just joining that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like there's... Is- pros to both like on one hand like you would be helping someone almost from the ground up and have more creative mm-hmm. control and get to play like a bigger role which would be really cool um but then if you also you could also make like a change within one of these bigger yeah. places you know which would, would also be really like cool
0: you're bettering them yeah
1: yeah that's definitely
2: that, you know they definitely need that like i was reading a post the other day that my friend sent me that was about you know the protests and stuff and it was written so like just weird I was like she definitely needed to do different research she was talking about the protests and she was calling them like riots and like calling people who were protesting like evil people and I was like uh is this <laughs> allowed like
1: yeah
2: it's just like it's not the right person to write those things
1: yeah I mean especially if it's in a publication that's like so big like that and is obviously trying to you know reach a large audience and have like such a young like mm-hmm. audience like you need to be saying those things yeah in you can't a way... be in
2: teen vogue telling people these yeah. things like the most impressionable audience that's why that's also something that like motivates me like. I feel like young people are really daunted to get involved with these things. Yeah. And I've grown up in a place, like, Bay Area is probably, like, the most liberal, liberal place in America, I guess, where, like, the kids are the movement. And so I've been lucky my whole life to, you know... Be inspired to do these things but then I talk to people who aren't from here and they're like oh like you do your own protests like you write your own stuff and I'm like yeah Yeah. wait so
0: what do you mean when you say write your own stuff like what are you referring to
2: like I started my own website and a lot of my own uh, my other friends run their own small businesses for like jewelry and stuff and we donate all of our proceeds to different causes and I've talked to a lot of my friends who I'm either going to college with or I've met like through social media and stuff. And they're like, Oh, like why are you doing that on your own? Like you're so young. And I don't know, that question, I don't even have an answer for it. Like, why are you doing it? It's like, because I can. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I mean like you can have a whole job when you're sixteen. So like
2: Exactly. I've been I've been working since I was six. Well, I mean, I'm currently I guess unemployed, <laughs> but <laughs> oh, unemployed.
1: Like, I feel like young people are capable of so much more than what people expect from them and I almost like in my head I feel like so much of it is other people are scared of the impact that young people can have because mm-hmm. you know young people are still like creating what they believe in almost and are like learning and they're open to everything and they're not stuck in these like societal norms or the ways that all these other people decided things should be, and they they question it. You know, like we aren't mm-hmm. gonna just sit here and be like, "That's the way it is." We're like, "No, why is it that way? Like, why should we just accept it?" And for these people who are so stuck in their ways, you know, they don't want to change, so they're gonna try and stop us from changing it almost.
0: It's so do you, like a, it. do you think it's like a generational thing? Oh, a
2: hundred percent. Yeah.
1: Yes. Even. So like-
2: even, like, sorry. the support, or sorry, just, like, the supportive people in my life, even they, like, I'll say something, and I, I'll admit, sometimes I get a bit carried away with stuff, and I get a little bit dramatic, and, like, they call, like, my ideas radical and stuff, and it's like, sorry, I just want people to, you know, like, be happy and healthy and safe, <laughs> like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, don't
0: know.
1: I don't think it's radical, I think it's passionate and optimistic. And some people will look at those ideas as unrealistic, but I the only reason they're unrealistic is because people aren't willing to accept that there's other way of doing things.
2: Boom, there you go.
0: <laughs> it's like like you can't tell people to fight for what they believe in and they'd be like, never mind, not that.
2: Exactly. Oh that's oh literally.
1: <laughs> yeah. Or I'll like talk to people and I'll like come up with what they see as like this really like radical, insane solution and they argue it like, how would that work? Like, bo- like that doesn't make any sense. And I'm like, the only reason it doesn't make sense is because people aren't willing to just say, wait a sec, this isn't working. Let's get rid of it and try something new. Like why is that such
2: that's what I've been screaming. Oh thank you. It's a <laughs> I
1: think there's a lot of us that are screaming that, you know? And yeah, and it's why. like,
2: you know, a lot of people, like, want to say, like, oh, it's it's not patriotic to blah, 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 do this or that. But it's like, if you actually paid attention to history, you'd realize that, like, all the stuff we have happened from riots, from from the Boston Tea Party, literally a yeah. revolt. Like, like, do you yeah. not understand that, like, we're probably more patriotic than the people who, like, sit and don't do anything
1: yeah well big change only comes from like big movements you know like change doesn't happen from
0: and she froze again
2: <laughs> uh... <laughs>
1: Around in the <laughs> Oh no. This is like
0: the worst episode to have like technical difficulties on.
1: <laughs> Wait, can you guys hear me or no? We now can I can, yeah. I was literally in the middle of like <laughs> such a good statement too. <laughs> what was the last thing you heard me say?
2: Uh kind of, all <laughs> I of don't it. remember.
1: Well, <laughs> Um, let's continue. (laughs) Okay,
0: so I don't, I'm not trying to change the subject or anything, but I want to know, like, what generation do you consider yourself a part of? Like, are you Gen Z? I
1: have, I think about that a lot, because I'm, like, in that really weird, like, cuspy generation where I'm literally in between, like, a millennial and, you know, Gen Z, so it's, like, I could fall in either. Um. I definitely think I relate more to Gen Z and I think a lot of my ideas make more sense and like how I, like uh, how I act and view the world. Um, mm-hmm. So I guess I would consider myself Gen Z.
0: So like, what do you think, Claire?
2: I, I, you're 1996. Mm-hmm. I would say, yeah, I would say you're Gen Z. Well, actually, I feel like you can pick, yeah, but, like, I feel like millennials are the people who, like, actively remember the 90s, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. we're, like, full human beings in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, uh, like, do you consider yourself a 90s kid?
1: Yeah, I would consider myself a 90s kid because although I was, like, a toddler, like, I was four, did I turn four in 2000? Mhm. So like like
0: do you remember that though? So,
1: like I have like early me- you know like I used cassette tapes. Like I remember you know like I had all those things. Um So I would still consider myself a 90s kid.
2: So y- you can kind of pick and choose.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I definitely feel like I relate more to Gen Z than I do to millennials. For sure.
2: I feel like it takes, like, a certain person to radiate Gen Z energy. You have to be super chaotic. I'm
1: <laughs> definitely chaotic. I don't know if you noticed that. Well,
2: like, I, I see... I mean, I spend my fair share of time on TikTok, and you see all the, like, Gen Z memes. And yeah, like, they're so funny. Like, they're ready to start a revolution on Twitter, but are afraid to talk to a waiter. And it's like, yeah, that's me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm literally... I. Yeah.
2: I literally made my mom order pizza for me the other day because I was afraid to call.
0: It's <laughs> literally me. Like, I'm almost 21. And I was like, Mom, can you order today?
1: I'm like, I can't. I, I
2: refuse.
1: I'm 24. I live in my own apartment. I have a full-time job where I talk on the phone with people. And I will still, if it has to do with, like, some company or something, I will text my mom and she will pretend to be me. <laughs> <and call them. laughs> like... Is that illegal for me to say? (laughs) I mean...
2: (laughs) I mean, if you have
0: permission, it probably wouldn't
1: be. Like, I get scared, and I'm like, I don't know what to say to them. Like, I sound dumb. Can you...
2: No, I feel that. I just... It's just... I don't know why it's so hard for me, but I literally can't.
1: (laughs) No, I feel like as you practice and, like, as you get older, like, It becomes easier, but it's still like if those things make you nervous, they're probably always gonna like make you uncomfortable.
0: I wonder if it's like a confrontational thing, kind of like even though it's not literally confrontational, it's not necessarily a conversation that you want to have. So, I don't know
1: how is ordering pizza a confrontational thing (laughs) because, like,
2: (laughs) like, like. I think with me, it's, like, I'll ask for, you know, a pizza or whatever. And then they start asking me follow-up questions. And it's, like, well, I wasn't prepared for that part. they <laughs> so like, do you want toppings? Do you want a side? Whoa, I wanted a pizza.
1: <laughs> and this is why I order everything on an app and not over the phone.
0: <laughs> also, but, like, if you order things on apps, like – Wait, did you mean like delivery apps or like Yeah. Okay, we'll see. Living where I live, I don't really have that unless I'm like in a big city, so I can't relate to that. Oh part. yeah,
1: you live in the so- middle of nowhere. <laughs> you said you're from yeah.
2: Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> I have I have family in Alabama. I have family in Huntsville.
0: Really? That's actually not too far from me. Do yeah, how far, I,
2: for I, I don't is think I've ever visited hours. them. I've never visited them, but they definitely do live there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've been to Alabama they one say time.
2: like four hours from here.
0: Oh, yeah, was it for the show? Yeah, it was for the show. Okay, can I blow your mind, Maya? Yes. In a couple weeks, that'll be a year ago.
1: I know! I just found it oh, now- summer I feel tour. like it was that long ago. hmm summer tour is like a whole year ago. I
2: actually didn't go to summer I
1: know. <laughs> I, I, I I really
2: I really wanted to go but I was too lazy to get my license so I couldn't drive anywhere. <laughs> and the closest show was that one at the the wasn't that like a rodeo or something?
1: Okay. Funny story. So that was um crap. I literally just drove past it on my Paso road place. Uh, yeah. Okay. That was the most traumatic show of my life. <laughs> I literally okay so it's in a desert at a fair in the middle of nowhere and we were all like exhausted like first I missed the exit drove an extra hour like all these things whatever it was just an emotional day I ended up having a full-on mental breakdown like sobbing in the middle of this fairgrounds in the middle of the desert in like you know a hundred degree weather like right before the concert and I'm just like sobbing my eyes out and then i think our entire friend group cried that day at least once
2: nicole yeah she don't nicole
1: cried ariana cried megan cried i cried like it was a it was a rough day for us
2: (laughs) but honestly like i'm i miss that so much i miss like just seeing so many people at concerts that like i otherwise just would never ever see you know what i mean like like it's isn't it so funny? Like I miss the feeling of like being at a concert and then you see someone like across the, the merch line and you're like, oh, I think I follow her on Twitter. <laughs> That's such
1: a fun, yeah, I agree. It's, it's such like, a can fun you feeling.
2: To explain
0: something like that to like your mom or something? And oh
2: my god, I had to, I had to explain how I knew Maya, and yeah, I was like,
0: oh well. Like, little... <laughs> like, um. was like. It's weird because my mom gets it a little more than other parents probably would. I don't know why but like I talk about things like oh like we're going to this concert like she actually likes specific artists that I like or youtubers that I watch so she's pretty chill with it so I mean I can't really complain but I think I feel like other parents would be like oh that's that doesn't make any sense. Huh,
1: that's yeah. Bad. My mom my mom's, like, super chill. My dad would not understand it at all. He would be so confused. Like, I don't really talk to him about that aspect of my life because he just, like, he remembers two of my friends. That's all he needs to know. <laughs> Mine, too. <laughs> like, you Did know she
2: freeze, again? I was, like,
1: 11. Did I freeze No, I think mean
2: she's back. No, you're back. Okay. It was, like, oh, half a oh. second. Oh
1: good um yeah no my dad really just doesn't know any of my friends but I think the thing that I miss the most about shows I mean I miss a lot of it but like my favorite thing is always just like looking around and seeing all the happy people because I feel like the energy of like a concert like everyone like leaves the like thing that's making them sad or like whatever's going on in their life and they just like yeah Yeah, it's just, like, such an escape for everyone. And you're in this, like, room of strangers who, like, you don't know them, but you're all there with the purpose of, like, having fun and, like, having a good time. And just, like, seeing the crowds of people, you know, singing every word, like, smiling and just having the best time. Like, I love that so much. Mm -hmm. And I miss it, like, more than anything. Yeah, it's
2: we were, I was listening to NPR in the car with my mom, which I never do. But today, we we decided to try it. And they were talking about concerts. And I was like, wow, (laughs) that's funny. And they were talking about how like, like a bunch of artists have been doing like the Instagram lives to try to like remedy it. And it was just, I don't know, it's so sad, because it's just like that one moment where everyone is together to see this one person and to just like, scream out songs and it's like oh i just miss it so much (laughs)
1: it's just
2: everyone's so happy and like you're with one of your favorite people on the stage and it's just like Mm -hmm. no
1: no exactly i don't i don't like the virtual stuff because it literally it's it has none of my favorite aspects to it
2: yeah you have to get ready and freak out all day about the concert wait out wait outside
0: or if and you're in like, my case, throw up.
2: <laughs> conflict, yeah, up. Um, you, do, you throw, do you throw up when you get excited?
0: Um, Not excited, but it's like, I think talking to my therapist about it, I think she says it's more of an anxiety thing, like the build oh, okay. up. It's just kind of like a release thing. It's weird though, because it's like once the show actually starts, it's fine. But I think it's like the anticipation, probably.
2: My my friend, like when she gets excited, she throws up. It's so weird. Like literally, like she'll just like be super happy about something and then she'll just
1: get sick. I had a friend who she used to throw up at every gymnastics meet before vault. Um, I can't see why. And that was her best vault was scary. every meet before vault she would throw up and then like she threw up before like our state meet and then she was like state vault champion and got like the one of the like highest vault scores like in the history of high school gymnastics in washington state and i was like dude you gotta just like throwing up is good luck for you <laughs> Maya, i feel like
2: we could talk about gymnastics for like hours
1: no we absolutely wait, could
0: like I don't mean to change the subject again. I'm kind of going back to it, but um, I wonder if the the getting sick part is a part of see because I don't know if you know me very well, Claire, but I do YouTube videos, and some people like like to meet me at shows. So I wonder if me being nervous for that has anything to do with it.
2: Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know you did YouTube. That's cool.
0: Yeah, they're cringy. So if you watch me, then just just disregard. <laughs>
1: they're it. they're they're funny though. <laughs> One of his Wait, recent so, things is like buying um, cameos, cameos of people roasting him.
2: Oh my god, cameos are so funny.
0: Yeah, they're pretty cool.
2: Um
1: I've I've gotten some horrible cameos. We don't need to talk about
0: <laughs> it. I don't wanna I don't <laughs> wanna name any names, but Maya the one I got today apparently it would be really controversial, so I'm gonna have to figure out if I'm gonna use it or not.
1: Wait, send it to me.
0: I will, but it may upset you.
1: <laughs> really?
0: Yeah.
1: Was it like offensive? Um, I
0: don't want to say too much on air. <laughs>
1: okay, that's fine. Um, I because mean, because if I, don't I do
0: really... end up using it, then people in their home talking about.
1: Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, that's interesting. I feel like in, I mean, we actually talked. Like, I've talked to lots of people about like there's like good things with cameo and bad things with cameo and i don't know i guess it's you know it's not as it's not really monitored in the sense that like people could literally say anything and ask for anything
2: i've seen some people ask celebrities to say some crazy stuff yeah (laughs)
0: yeah and usually like whenever i do it it's for a youtube video um but also i mean i'm on there myself which is really cool because like especially during corona because it's it's like another form of income, which is really nice because sometimes during Corona, you <laughs> I don't get that much money. But I, th- I like it in that aspect because it's cool to have like a, not necessarily like a backup plan, but another form of income coming in.
1: Yeah, I do think that some people make their cameos way too expensive. Like, I'm sorry if your cameo costs more than it does to meet you. Like, that's weird.
0: Yeah, that's
1: Oh yeah, crazy. Hey,
0: but also I do want to say that like I don't think all of the pricing is made by the, the person because I think that um, myself tries to raise the prices the more requests you get.
1: That makes sense. Um, I'm gonna change the topic again because we got very off topic of everything <laughs> that I actually wanted to make sure we talk about. Do um, well, you so wanna go
0: back to the question she had?
1: Yeah. So I want to go back to my questions. Um, so I really want to talk about, like, your writing and your Unclearly Claire is what it's called. Um, oh, I right. <laughs> super cool. And I love everything that you've been writing. And so I want you to just talk more about that and, you know, explain to the people what that is, why you're doing it, what you're talking about, all that good stuff.
0: Real fast. real uh, fast. I do want to say that it's in the description of this episode if you want to check it out.
2: Well, that's that's exciting. Thank you. Um, well, <laughs> I I don't know. I, I've always loved to write ever since like I was in middle school and I um, have always kind of wanted to be on a platform writing like I used to submit like little pieces to the Teen Vogue like feature me pages. Never got on. But I always just, like, I don't know, wanted really? someone else to read. Yeah, I always wanted someone else to read what I was doing. And um, when the George Floyd protest started, I just, like, felt like I wasn't doing my part by not writing something. And so I wrote this, like, open letter to black girls, and I posted it on my Instagram, and it got a lot of traction. Like, I think it's at 1,600 likes, which is, like, wow. it's it's crazy I don't I'm not I don't do that kind of stuff I've never gotten more than like 200 likes on my Instagram and so it was exciting and then like authors that I highly respect started seeing it like Angie Thomas the author of The Hate You Give posted it on her story and I like speaking of throwing up I literally almost like gagged I was like this is not real and so then like my brother was like well why don't you start like a blog keep like a record of all your writing so that when you want to write for a publication they can find all your writing and so I was like okay so I started the my blog which is called unclearly claire I don't I don't know it's not very a unique name <laughs> but I just kind of do whatever I want on there I did a song analysis I did today I posted just like a master list of different um movies and books by black creators that I think are really important um what else did I do on there oh I interviewed people at an art fair that we did in my community and so it's kind of like an anything goes kind of thing I'm working on some collaborations with people with some other writers um but yeah I just kind of want it to be a place where kind of other people can see like what we were talking about before like you're never too young to start your own thing like be creative put yourself out there and i hope i inspire other people to do that too
0: do you care if i shared the thing on instagram on my story yeah.
2: oh please do yeah.
1: yeah i think that's i mean that's exactly what um, but that's exactly i was gonna say you having the courage to you know start a blog can inspire other people you know who Want to do these things, but maybe they feel too young, or they don't feel like people are going to listen to their voices or what they have to say. Like, people do want to hear what you have to say, you know? Yeah, and I
2: think like with how powerful social media now is, people think that you have to go viral to matter. You know what I mean? But like, I get ten views on my blog post, and I freak out. I'm like, wow, ten different people wanted to read what I said. Like. Like, you just, I think, like, the concept of virality is just kind of, like, tainted our brains into thinking, like, oh, if a million people don't see it, then it doesn't matter. But it's, like, you could inspire just that one person to begin their movement. And I just, I don't know. know As long
0: as you're making a difference, it's really kind of, like, a quality over quantity kind of thing.
2: Yeah, 100%. Because, like, Um, like
0: numbers aren't the only thing that matter. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think it's really important for people to know that. So it's kind of cool that that's part of your message, too.
2: Yeah. Like, literally, I saw that three people viewed my blog yesterday. And I didn't even post anything yesterday. So I was like, whoa, like, three people just clicked on it. Like, that's, that's pretty cool.
1: <laughs>
2: Do you have, like, a Twitter?
1: I mean, an example. Uh, yeah.
2: Um, I'll have Maya send it to you, I guess. Yeah, I'll
1: send you, sorry, I'll send you everything. Um... But, like, exactly what you said of, like, even if one person reads it and it, like, stuck with them and it inspires them to go out and do good, like, that's a chain effect because then they're going to go out and inspire other people. And, you know, even, like, it's just, it's always, like, impacting one person. Like, that's a huge deal. And although it doesn't always seem like it, like, that one person matters. So, Mm -hmm. it's important to do these things even if it feels small. Yeah.
2: Uh, and I, I think that's also why people are kind of afraid to, you know, take a stand because they're afraid that like they'll either get attacked or that it doesn't matter. But it's like, imagine you just touch that one person who has that connection or has, you know, a bigger audience than you. And then you make like a wave out of a drop. Like, I don't know. It just social media is kind of cool in that way. How you it's kind of our language, like you can touch people way faster that way than kind of anything else now
1: yeah well I feel like that leads into another one of my questions which I had
0: I had a question real fast real fast I don't want to interrupt you (laughs) I'm sorry but it was about what she said so do you think that like social media is both good and bad in the way that it's like our language because I think that like while it can also be good and help I think it can also be toxic like 100% like people can get their opinion across like if it's not a good one you know what I mean
2: yeah no yeah I agree because like I kind of go back and forth like I'm like oh I'm so happy that you know I can talk to people and then the next minute I'm like I hate social media and I wish it never existed because while you can spread these great messages the people who don't have those great messages can also spread their poop I don't want to curse on here
1: (laughs) (laughs) they they we we try not to curse but I I mess that up a lot
2: (laughs) they they just spread their their awful things so it's like you know it's it's everyone you know is entitled to their opinion and so like I think it's a challenge for us to not you know fall victim to those things but also you, you can't help but compare yourself to people also which I think is a bad part of social media where you're like, oh, this person's doing all these things and getting all this attention, like, I must suck, you know? And so yeah. that's where social media, I feel like, those are the moments where I'm like, why am I comparing myself to this person when I could be, like, bettering myself and putting my phone down and doing something with my day?
0: Yeah. So I think
2: I, I kind of like, go back and forth. I promise we are coming back, Maya. <laughs>
0: okay, there you um, go. <laughs> I, I, I think I've found that the days that I put my phone down and I don't worry about it, are like the some of the best days that i've had at the same time
1: yeah i think you need a, you need a combination of the two yeah. you can't if you're consumed in social media completely which you know my job entitles me to be on social media a lot of the time so it's hard for me to find that break because it's like when i'm done with work i do want to be like on social media in like a social way with my friends but it's so important to like find that balance because although it has a lot of positives to it you know like you're both saying there you know sometimes you see things that like are really hurtful or really hard to read and you need time away from that
2: yeah, yeah. my my dad says to me he says that thief is the joy of or comparison is the thief of joy so that's a big, wow I like that's
0: that. actually really good did he and write that? Like, did he make that
2: I don't know where he got that from, but I th- I try to keep that in the front of my mind. Because, like, it's so true. Like, you'll think that you're, you know, doing great, and then you'll see someone who you assume is doing better, and, and then all of a sudden you hate your situation. And it's like, well, dang, you were happy ten seconds ago. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: So I, I try to keep that in, like, the front of my mind.
1: That's yeah. a, that's a, Wow. No, I, I like that a lot. I think also people tend to forget that like you don't know everything about a person's life just because you follow them on social media and mm-hmm. not everyone posts every aspect of their life. So just because someone doesn't post something, it doesn't mean, you know, that something's not going on or that, I don't know, things aren't, yeah. their life isn't as perfect as their social media may seem.
2: We have to make social media social again. Yeah, I like that slogan. (laughs) I
1: didn't
2: didn't make that one up, though. (laughs) Jaden Hossler said that. (laughs) Oh, oh,
0: actually, okay, wait, real fast. Do you like him? I love Jaden (laughs) Hostler. He's he's awesome. I've gotten to his music a lot lately. Okay, Maya, what was the other question you were asking?
1: Well, sticking to the social media theme, because I feel like I've had some cool discussions with people of how, like, how do you feel social media is like important to activism and like the role that it plays in like making a difference and stuff?
2: I think that social media has become like of an utmost importance, especially during this pandemic, because like we can't be in classrooms talking to each other. And so, you know, we're on our phones a lot more. So like, uh, you can, like, post stuff on your story or, you know, just on your feed or whatever that people are probably going to see, so it's, yeah. like, if you're not utilizing that resource, I feel like you're wasting an opportunity in a way, yeah. um, and I don't know, it's, mm, that's why I'm, like, I don't want to use social media as much, but if I'm not using it, then I can't, you know, spread words, so it's yeah very interesting, because, like, there are protests going on, like, you know, I don't know if there's any really going on in my city, but you see, like, in Portland and all those places, mm-hmm. but, like, I kind of don't want to get corona, so I don't want to go to those, <laughs> Yeah. but I want to, like, support the message still, so I try to do what I can on social media. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: I, do you think it, like, I, almost keeps people informed? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like you said before, you know, you have to make sure that you're getting the right.
1: <laughs>
2: listening to the bad people Wait. can you say that one more time <laughs> yeah
1: you just you sounded like a robot
2: <laughs> oh oops sorry
1: hey, hold on my, I think
2: my mom's on a zoom oh no Oh, no, can you not hear me? No, I can hear yeah, you Yeah,
0: we can now. It's better okay. now.
2: Okay, well, what I was saying was, uh, oh, if you, like, like I was saying, like you were saying before, so you're like, people have to, I guess, choose what they think is, like, the good news source to listen to. So sometimes that gets sticky, I guess, because if we're all using our social media and we all have different opinions, someone's bound to argue about something. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know, that's where it gets sticky.
1: Yeah. I've had yeah. some cool discussions with like people of all different ages and how they feel about this because when you talk to some of the like activists of like the older generation, they had like a very different opinion. Mm-hmm. Um so I had the privilege of talking to someone um and he was saying like the reason you know, like the younger generation gets so angry when people aren't sharing, you know, on their social media is because, like, to them that is like such a incredibly powerful tool. And for mm-hmm. our generation, I think it is. Um, but he was saying, like, for him, he's like, there's so many different ways to still be playing a role or doing your part. You know, like there are some people who don't have social media but it doesn't mean that they're not as equally involved in the movement um
0: real fast real fast just for the audience because you both froze for a second like who are you talking about
1: oh i was just talking about someone that i had the privilege of learning from um i'm not gonna like name him you who.
0: i just didn't hear
1: yeah um but it really stuck out with me what he was saying of like You know, there's people who are going to protest and, you know, raising money. Or some people are going to donate money, but they're not going to broadcast it anywhere. But it doesn't mean that they're not doing stuff. That's true,
2: too. Yeah, I think there is, like, a peer pressure to be on the front line. And some people, that's just not their avenue. Like, they just rather not do that. And so, I guess as much as I say you know post on Instagram and stuff you can definitely like present yourself in a bunch of different ways like just shopping at small businesses or shopping at minority-owned businesses is doing way more than an Instagram post would do you know because you're actually like contributing to the community so I guess I I keep saying sticky but that's where it gets sticky again because like I don't have to you know broadcast like hey I care about this but at the same time I'm like yeah you kind of (laughs) do yeah i don't know i guess i had
0: had a question i was gonna i was wondering at what point does your activism become performative
2: that's That's, yeah that's a really good (laughs) question because like i think that it becomes performative when you stop genuinely caring like if i can't tell that you really do feel what you're saying then i'm like is she just saying that so i don't think that she doesn't care you know so I think cause you've definitely seen, you know, celebrities that just like post their black screen and then keep going on vacations to Cabo, <laughs> you know, like,
1: yeah.
2: I'm not going to name names, but there were a lot of them. And so, but I mean, then the but, fact that I thought about people when you said that, this says a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, but then, then people attack them and then they post the receipt that they donated a million dollars to a charity. And so. I don't know. That's also where social media is a fault, where like what Maya was saying before, you don't broadcast your whole life. So you can't accuse someone of not caring because you don't see what their whole life is.
1: I feel like it's so tricky because like, it's performative activism if they post a Black Square and aren't doing anything to back it up. But it almost feels also like performative activism if they're being forced to post things on social media so that they don't seem like it's performative activism.
2: Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, like, yeah. I want I want them to really care. Yeah. I don't want them to. I don't. I don't want them to do it just because they don't want to get canceled.
1: canceled. Like I feel like the intention. It's all like I feel like performative activism is all about someone's intention. Like, but that's so hard to measure.
2: Yeah, because you're not We're that so person. Hard. You can't tell.
1: You can tell, but at the same time, it's so easy to like fake that on social media. I feel like, but yeah, they the like intention does matter in these apps, and like, I mean, with everything in life.
2: Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's celebrities are weird. I don't
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Um, okay, this is also. I mean, I feel like we touched on this a little bit. Uh, what
0: questions did you have? I
1: I mean, I think we've touched on a lot of them. My only other like main question.
0: Yeah, how many questions did you have
1: left? Um, like one. Because I feel like we've answered everything else basically. Can you guys hear me yeah okay cool you said sure you have uh, one more yeah so yeah. I mean we've touched on this quite a bit I feel like but what advice do you have for other young people who want to start taking action but are you know fearful that they're gonna get attacked or that you know maybe their parents won't understand or you know, not everyone has parents that are as open-minded or educated, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, what can we say to the young people that want to do something that maybe feel like they can't? Which I feel like is a pretty um, big question, but...
2: It, well, I mean, it's not a... Well, I guess it is a good question, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think that what I would say to them is, first of all, if you want to make a change, first, like, good job, because that means, that's a good start. Like, thank you for that part. Um, and then I would just say, you know, watch YouTube videos about it. Watch a movie about it. There are so many educational um, sources. You know, read a book. Like, I would recommend anyone to read, like, a James Baldwin memoir or, or like...
0: Who wrote, who wrote The Hate You Game Angie Thomas.
2: Yeah, um I don't know. I didn't like the movie as much. The book is good. The movie kind of deviated from the book and I got mad, but whatever. <laughs> um but like that like I would just tell people to you know, don't ask your pe- like POC friends to educate you cuz they're not an encyclopedia, you know? Like it's up to yeah. you to take that initiative. And there are so many resources, so many great people to learn from. Um, I think, like a big role model of mine, I don't know if you know who she is. No name. She's a rapper from Chicago. She runs a book club, kind of like Oprah. She's like friends with Chance the Rapper.
1: Okay.
0: But she <laughs> like runs a. <laughs>
2: <laughs> she she's um just this really cool woman from Chicago who runs a book club and is all about you know um female empowerment and empowering the black community and it's like just listening to people like that who are educated and want to educate others is just like a great place to start yeah, yeah
1: that's awesome that makes a lot of sense you no know, i think baby steps are
2: baby steps yeah ba-
1: yeah you know like we can't all you know you're not gonna change the world overnight but educating but just educating yourself,
2: yourself so like I mean, in the post I made today, I had all the books that I didn't, I wrote, I picked books for, like, on purpose that weren't too heavy that I would think that, you know, a beginner to activism would be able to stomach. So, like, um, one of them on there is The Fire Next Time by James Baldwin. It's, uh, like, around 120 pages, I think. And it's literally just him writing a letter to his nephew about what he feels like growing up in America. And so it's no, like, prose or anything. It's literally just him straightforward talking. And I finished it in, like, an hour. Like, it was just so, like, I just wanted to learn more and more and more. So
1: Yeah. And let yourself get uncomfortable. I feel like people are so scared to be uncomfortable that they'd, like, rather just stay in their little bubble, you know? Yeah.
2: Because once you get uncomfortable, if you sit in a place of privilege, once you get uncomfortable, that means that you're finally seeing how the other people in America live. Exactly. Like like once you're like, once you're like, oh, I don't like this. It's like, yeah, well, imagine having to live that. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Like if you're uncomfortable, what? I think, I think. If you're uncomfortable, like hearing about privilege or like privilege. Um, or no, if you're uncomfortable learning about racism, imagine like something about, like.
2: No, I get. I get. I it me.
1: is to
0: experience racism. Not, something I like that. If you're
2: not with
1: so are you froze for me?
2: I heard that too. I agree with that.
1: Okay, I did not hear anything
0: Sawyer just said, but... Hello? Am I frozen still? I hear you. Can you hear me now? I hear you
1: now.
0: Okay, so <laughs> what I said was, what I heard was, if you're not uncomfortable,
2: then you're not listening.
1: Oh, that's a good one. There's so many good quotes out there, you know?
2: <laughs> like... well, yeah, so there's just there's so many places to start. I don't know. Yeah. I just, the fact that people want to learn excites me. That means that yeah. we're getting somewhere.
1: Just, just start. You gotta, you know, you gotta, you just gotta start wherever that is. And also, I,
2: I want to tell people there's no shame in learning something. You know, if you say something and someone's like, "That's not right," then take that. That means that someone wants you to be better too. So that's like a good thing.
1: Yeah. No, I, I think people are scared to be wrong, and I think we need to take that shame away because we're all human and we're all like you're gonna keep learning for the rest of your life like no one person knows everything so
2: exactly
1: you know we just have to be okay with like sounding stupid every once in a while and just being able to own up to that and be like wow I didn't know you know like and now I'm learning and
2: yeah you know, it's all it's better. all about being better like no one no one's you should never like peek. You know. You should always be like, yeah, getting up there.
1: <laughs> I like that no one can see our hands and we're Oh, here. I
2: forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I I talk with my hands a lot.
1: <laughs> oh, me too. Wait,
0: did she go away for you? Huh? Where'd you go,
1: man? What
0: do you mean? Where did I go? <laughs> did you turn your camera off?
1: <laughs> no, I'm still here.
2: I I see you.
0: Okay, I see you now, but I just feel like you went away.
1: Okay, well I never. You did left. It again. Well, I'm still here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a ghost. Well, um, so do you think? Do you think that's a good a good time to wrap it up?
1: Yeah, I think we can start wrapping up. I feel like I could probably talk to Claire about this stuff forever. Um, <laughs> Yeah,
2: I told my I'm really good at talking. I will talk for hours. <laughs>
1: so, maybe we'll have to bring you on later on for, like, a part two.
2: But that would maybe, be an
1: honor. Maybe get some, like, audience questions or that sort of thing. Um, I don't know. I feel like... Wait, and
2: where did you tell me I can listen to your previous episodes?
1: Okay, we're on, we, um, I- we're on Spotify Wait, now. I- I- Spotify? Hello. We're on Apple
0: Music and Spotify. An they're all everywhere. Like, we're on Spotify. Yeah, they're everywhere now.
2: Oh, that's sick. I'm excited. Yeah, they're everywhere now.
1: Awesome. Well, Claire, is there anything else you want to say to the people before we call it a night?
2: Thank you for having me. That's That's all I got to say.
1: Awesome. Well, I'm so excited you joined us, and I love talking to you, and, you know, I feel like hopefully we inspired some people to, you know, start writing, start learning, um, start talking. So I'm excited, I think. I'm excited to see where your career takes you because yeah, you. you're an incredible writer, and I think you have a lot of important things to say, so I'm excited that people get to read those things.
2: Thanks, guys.
1: Yeah. Sawyer, so, any last words?
0: Okay. So whatever I'll say.
2: Wait, I think he froze for me.
1: Now he froze. Claire,
0: you're frozen. Can you hear me now?
1: <laughs> now yes. I can.
0: Okay, is that better right now? I'm literally here. Can you hear me now? If you can hear me say banana. 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 Okay. okay, that took so long, but okay, we're, we're good. Is there anything that you would like to add for before we wrap it up, Claire?
2: Um, Nope. just thank you for having me. I hope I inspired someone to do something.
1: <laughs> Thank you,
2: Dave. I mean,
0: if it helps, if it helps, you've definitely inspired me and I'm sure the other listeners as well.
2: That's so exciting. Like literally. that. ooh, I'm ooh, got chills. <laughs> and
0: also, guys, as soon as you're listening, if you would like to follow Claire on any of her social medias and her blog will all be linked in the description below and we re- shared on the podcast twitter as well.
1: Yay.
0: Yay. <laughs> okay, so it keeps glitching, so we should probably wrap it
1: up. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Okay, do you want to just say like I don't know what should our outro be? Just
0: We don't really have one.
1: Yeah. Okay, well, I, I
0: hope you-, <laughs> okay. you do it. You can do it. You can
1: do. Well, it. I hope you guys enjoyed and I hope you start talking to people and you're inspired and um, I'm glad you're listening. It was a important podcast. I don't know. This one mattered to me. So, I hope it matters to you too. <laughs> we'll yeah. talk and to thank you, you-
0: Thank you for talking to us, Claire, and thank you for listening, audience. Uh, We will see you guys next week. All right, bye. (laughs)